you are divine. Hello and good morning or good afternoon or good evening. Happy time zone, as we like to say. Hello, hello. For me, it is the morning. Um, I actually did not sleep very well last night. I don't know what the heck is going on. I know that astrologically speaking from last week, if you listened in, you know that Mars is moving out of Gemini and it's moving into Cancer, which... I'm actually anticipating this for myself as a good thing. Uh, I have Gemini in the seventh house and let me tell you, I think I said it in the episode, my relationship with my significant other has never been more like argumentative ever in my whole life. Even though Mars goes into Gemini every like two and a half years or so. I feel like this transit in particular was a difficult one. So I'm ready for her to get off my relationships (laughs) or him rather. I feel like Mars is definitely more on the masculine side, but the thing is, is that natally I'm a cancer Mars. So I'm going to be going through, I want to say it's like my sixth Mars return, or it might even be more than that. I don't know. I'd have to, I have it all in an app that could tell me more about it, but, and I could sit and calculate it out. But in any case, Uh, Mars return. I just, I feel naturally inclined to be up like early, 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 early right now, like 5am wake up, which I'm never that kind of person. Usually my wake up time, I'm more of a, I would say like nine is a good time. Like there was a period where I was getting up at seven 30 every day and I've kind of settled between like eight and 9am is a good time, but I've just been feeling this dramatic pull to be up at like five every day and can't say why I know I probably sound like, well, for people to get up at five, I probably sound like a totally sane person, but just for like no reason, (laughs) I don't know. I've been up this morning since I want to say about 530. Um, I've been up since about 530 and it's 730 now. So um, I tried to go back to sleep in my defense, but it was just not working out. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get up and I've got podcasting to do. I've got all kinds of things to do this morning. So let's just go get into it. And if I'm tired in the middle of the day, I'll take a nap. But in any case, I am so excited. The next two episodes, this one and the next one of the podcast, I feel, well, actually, we'll probably do another astro forecast for the full moon that's going to break these episodes up. But I feel like they're going to go really nicely in tandem together. And I couldn't decide which I wanted to do first because they're both things that I'm really interested in. But I actually took notes. You know it's serious when... Chloe Taylor has her notebook out and we have taken notes. So today we're going to be talking about setting intentions for the springtime and we'll get more into that. The first thing I want to do is just give a little shout out to one of y'all. So over on the uh, Spotify, over on the Spotify, I don't know why I said it like that, but over on Spotify, uh, one of you beautiful people, let me know in the little, there's like a section at the bottom on Spotify. Apple has reviews as well. 
And I always ask y'all what you think of the episode. And yep, it's Cam. Nine days ago from the day this is being recorded said uh, on episode 129 from That Girl Wellness Must Haves, they said, absolutely love this episode. Always looking for specific products and things to do to keep my bliss going. Keep up the amazing work, please. So thank you so much. Yep, it's Cam. I really appreciate it. And um, I... uh, I love seeing what y'all think of episodes. I literally read every single comment and I review them before I sit down and actually record new ones. And if you didn't know, uh, this year, my goal is to reach a million people with this podcast, a million downloads, a million listens. Uh, we're at almost 200 K but, uh, please remember that that's over the last three years. So we, it's not like we've had 200 K since the top of this year. Uh, I do feel like since I have started proclaiming that goal though, y'all have really been doing the work. Y'all have really been sharing the podcast, commenting on it and kind of helping to increase its reach. So I really appreciate that. If you feel like this podcast would benefit somebody in your life, please consider sharing it or leaving me a comment or leaving me a review. It really does help. So thank you so much to all of you that do that. And if you want to be featured in a future episode, make sure you're engaging. Now this episode, like I said, we want to talk about spring intentions. And I always feel, I feel like I have a couple of things to say before I get into like my top, my top things on this. But Number one, for all my tired girlies out there, tired girlies, tired guys, tired people, I feel like if you're tired and you're just not in the place where you're like, yeah, I really want to set intentions for my life right now, you should honor that. Like, it's okay to not force yourself every season or every new moon or every full moon. You do not have to be sitting in ritual trying to create create this like version of yourself. Sometimes it's okay to just relish in and rest in what you currently have. And if your body and your mind are calling you to that, honor that time. It's okay. I feel like in today's world, we are always being told that like, oh, it's, it's the Aries new moon. You better set those intentions. Otherwise they're not going to come true. Or like you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. If you're not using this positive moon or, you know, oh, it's spring. You better get all your spring, spring cleaning done. And like, No, first of all, no, (laughs) it's okay to go easy on yourself. And I'm always going to be an advocate for that. And the other thing I wanted to say is that when it comes to setting intention for your life, I feel like you'll naturally gravitate towards what feels right. Like when the time feels right. And so like, really, I wanted to say just like honor if you're feeling like you need to slow down and not really do that right now. But also like, don't feel like you're going to get stuck there either. Like there will come a time where you'll feel that pull to set new intentions and plant new seeds. And I feel like regardless of where you are on that journey, I do think this episode is still going to be a benefit to you, but I just wanted to make that really clear at the top. Like this is not one of those, like, ah, here's another, like, please never use any of the work that I put out as a, this is another way I'm failing myself because that's never my intention with the messages that I put out. And I always want you to feel good about you. 
no matter what, no matter where you are on the journey. Now, I kind of put together like basically top my top five, like, what do I feel like when it comes to spring intentions? What do I feel like is going to be the biggest benefit to like getting you to the place where you want to be in your life? If that's not where you currently are, or maybe you've hit a really awesome point in your life and you're ready to build on top of that now, because that's also real. I don't feel a lot that a lot of people talk about this either. And maybe it's just like the content that I listen to, but I feel like most people talk to everybody like you're at the beginning. And for some of you, you have manifested a lot in your life. You have put intention and work into yourself, into your things, your businesses, your career, your relationships, you've done the work. And now you're like, ah, I did all this stuff. What's next? So I want to talk specifically to you as well today with this, that maybe you've hit a point in your life where you're like, I don't know what's next, you know? And if you feel open to it, I feel like now, please remember, I understand that not everybody lives where it's spring right now. For some of you, it's the autumn equinox that just happened, but I feel like this could apply for the most part. Some of the things are definitely very spring centered, but for the most part, I feel like at any turn of a season, these things could be applied. We are going to have a specific emphasis on spring today because that's where I live, what's going on, but I don't feel like if it's not spring, I don't feel like if it's not spring where you are, that that means like you can't work with this. So don't worry about that either. But in any case, I feel like it's always a good time if you're open to it, to get into this stuff. So we're just going to start from the top. So the first thing, like basically if you're needing ideas about setting intention, how to like spiritually come correct (laughs) when it comes to this beautiful season that we just entered. So the first thing is you need to ask yourself what newness you want to cultivate in your life, because spring really is about like the return of life to the earth after a period of it being quiet and dead, like literally going like in the winter time, if we were living cyclically with the land, winter is a time period where you would be prioritizing like not only survival skills, but like being more cozy around fires, telling more stories. And also like, I feel like it's a time of like deep rest. There isn't as much work to be done during that time period. Again, this is like, if we were taking this from like a land perspective. Now, obviously we live in the modern world and every season it's almost like we're always in like a constant state of summer. And that's something in my life that I've been really trying to kind of go against the grain with. And I think that's what really brought me into like wanting to talk about this. And I would love to do this for like every season, talk about it more, but I do feel like in spring, this is kind of the rebirth stage, right? If you're into paganism, witchcraft, I feel like it, it might even predate some witchcraft or like paganism. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a history buff, But we also just had Ostara, which is how I pronounce it, but there's so many ways to pronounce it. Uh, We also recently had Ostara on the spring equinox, which is like the celebration of rebirth after the cold winter. 
you know, the earth coming back to life, the trees coming back to life, grass growing on the ground, uh, planting new seeds so that you can have a harvest later on. And that's why I started to say, you have to ask yourself if we're taking this metaphorically, what new seeds in your life do you want to cultivate this year? And what is it that would like, where do you see yourself in like another three months? If you were at the first harvest in the summer, enjoying your life after what you'd been cultivating and working towards in the spring, what would you need to do right now, basically, in order to see those things start to grow, start to make manifest? What would you need to cultivate at this time? And sometimes this is a hard question to ask yourself because sometimes it's like, uh, I was enjoying my restful winter period. Like, you mean I got to get up and do shit now? <laughs> sometimes it can feel hard, but I do feel like at least astrologically, we are being supported in this, which is nice with it being Aries season. Uh, Aries, I feel like, you know, really is that like go-getter action oriented, pushing us forward, giving us that energy of like revitalization. But we have to come up with what it is that we actually want to cultivate down the line and come up with a plan, come up with a plan, get this plan on paper and shameless self plug. There's no announcement yet, but by the time this episode goes out, there will be one on Patreon and I'll probably put it on like YouTube and Instagram too, but uh, shameless self plug. We are having a community planning session uh, I want to say it's going to be, if it's, I want to say it's going to be next weekend, probably like on April 1st. No, it might even happen on the 31st actually of March, somewhere in there. We're having a community planning session where like you can come and join the Google hangout. Like I will be sitting there talking to you. You can bring your planning supplies. Like this is our, we do a community event every month. And this month we're doing a planning event where we like get into a call together. So if you want to be part of that, just make sure you join the Patreon. That's how you get access to that. But you have to come up with a plan and be ready to take steps toward because I feel like coming up with the plan is one thing, but it's like the embodiment that really will push you forward. You can sit and plan things out every way till Sunday, but until you actually embody the plan, nothing is really going to start growing. But before we can even start the growing process, we have to know what seed are we even planting? So the second thing for setting these intentions, right? That's just kind of like the base level. You have to know what you have to come up with a plan. You got to plan the garden. <laughs> so the next thing I feel like, and this to me is critical. And this is something that I feel like a lot of people miss when they are trying to create their desired outcome in life. So many people do not stop and think about this. And this is something to me, this to me might even be the most important point that we get at today. It is the thing that literally I believe makes people successful or makes people fall short of their goals is not planning for this. And that is you need to get very clear with yourself on if you are, especially if you have a repeating goal, something that you feel like you've never achieved, but you are really wanting to achieve this time around, you have to ask yourself what stopped you before, what stopped you before and when this issue comes up again, 
how are you going to counteract it this time? Because, ooh, I just got the chills. <laughs> because the thing is, our like triggers are teachers and also our quote unquote self-sabotage is a teacher as well. And most people just think like, oh, I failed. I'm a loser. And you start like picking yourself apart for all the reasons that you didn't make this goal actualize before, instead of saying, hey, what is this actually teaching me? For example, let's say I hate this example, but it's just easy. And I feel like it's something across the board that everybody has heard at least once before. Um, let's say that you really want to lose weight. Okay. You really want to lose weight, but every time you get started, you quote unquote, fall off the wagon. You get off of the way that you were trying to eat, the way you were trying to move your body, whatever it is that you were doing for you, you kind of fall off track with the goals that you set for yourself to lose that weight. And the thing is, maybe you've done this hundreds of times, but instead of asking yourself in that moment that I gave up on myself and my goal how was I feeling? What was happening inside of me? You just decide that you're a failure and you don't have the willpower to make it happen. And that's not fucking true. Sorry for laying it down like that, but it's not the fucking truth. It's not that you don't have willpower. It's not that you can't do it. It's that there is something that keeps stopping you. And that part of you is the thing that will set you free once you address it. So in that moment, when you want to go and I don't know, I don't like, I feel like again, weight loss is such a horrible example because everybody's body is different and I'm never here to body shame or tell people how to live their lives. Like I mentioned intermittent fasting one time and I triggered some people and like, I even said like, I'm not going to talk about like, don't do this. If you struggle with this, like I tried so hard to be kind in my approach and people were still triggered. And I know that like my energy is not for everybody and I need to be okay with that, but I'm not here to try to trigger you. Like that's not, I mean, maybe I am, <laughs> maybe I am here to try to trigger you because I also, again, think our triggers are our teachers, but I'm never out here trying to make people feel miserable. That's never my goal. But I feel like with this, in that moment, as I was saying, we're going to keep running with it in that moment when you want to go out and like, or maybe you want to skip your workout for a whole week, or you want to go buy like eight, 12 or like 12, 12 dozen donuts and just like pig out. I hate that phrase pig out. What does that even mean? <laughs> Not pig out, but just like overdo it. You know, cause, and I feel like I can say binge because I am somebody that has dealt with binge eating disorder and overcome it. But like in that moment, when you have the impulse to either not do the thing that you told yourself you wanted to do consistently or completely go over what it is that you set a limit on in that moment, you need to be able to sit with those uncomfortable feelings and assess yourself. What am I feeling? What's going on? What caused me to get into this headspace? What, what is it that is currently triggering me? And it's not fucking easy. It's uncomfortable as hell. And it's 
that is like the coping tool that you learned at some point, if this is like your example, right? That would have been the coping tool that you learned at some point in your life to gain relief from the stress and the inner turmoil that was, that's going on. But if you can sit with those uncomfortable feelings and tell yourself, this is how I'm going to redirect these uncomfortable, uncomfortable feelings before they even arise, because they will, they will arise. The thing that stopped you before is going to come up again. And it's not because again, it's not because you can't overcome. It's not because you don't have the willpower. It's that you don't have the tools in your toolbox right now to do what you need to do in that moment when that trigger comes up. So if you think about it ahead of time and remind yourself when this trigger comes up, here is how I'm going to respond and mentally rehearse. It is going to be so much easier in the moment. You're like, I have literally had this happen to me where I've like wanted to stop doing something specific and I have rehearsed what I would do mentally, like in meditation or however you want to do it, mentally rehearsed what I would do when the trigger came up. And I literally sat with the uncomfortable feeling and started laughing. I probably look like a crazy person because I was like, wow, this is actually what it's like to do the work. This is the work. Like the work is being with those uncomfortable feelings and deciding to do something different instead of continuously just letting your emotions override and doing the thing that like meets that trigger response instantaneously. And like I said, it's not easy. Like anything that you want to give up that has been a crutch for you, regardless of what it is, regardless of if it comes down to food or alcohol or drugs or, um, binge watching TV. Like, I don't know. I feel like too much of anything can become an issue like literally anything, there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. And when it comes to that, if you realize that there's something that negates your progress in your life, you have to know how you're going to meet that trigger when it pops up. Like, and maybe you have multiple triggers. Maybe it's like, ah, somebody brings donuts to the office or my husband really doesn't want to eat in tonight and wants to eat out or, um, you know, I'm just throwing things out there, but, and also I think there's a balance to this. Like sometimes depending on what it is, you know, obviously if we get into the realm of like addiction and abuse of substance, that's a very different thing. But I do feel that sometimes it is okay. Like sometimes food, especially because I gave the example of food, Sometimes food can be very healing. Sometimes when we're feeling really, really low, that comforting bowl of pasta can be the most wonderful thing for us. It's when it's every day that's the coping mechanism and it's hurting the progress that you would like to make with yourself. I hope that makes sense. In any case, that right there is the thing that is actually going to get you to make these intentions happen is knowing that If this is something that has come up before, you've tried to do it, it hasn't worked, you need to recognize that there is a trigger point. And if you can sit with that and redirect your energy, that's how you're actually going to create change. So um, that's all I wanted to say on that. Point number three is, and this one's a big one, (laughs) you got to live it in the right now. And I know I talk about this all the time, but I feel like I can't say it enough 
you have to live in the right now. If there are certain intentions that you would like to see come into fruition in your life, no matter how long it takes, whether it's the next three months, the next six, the next year, you have to be able to give that experience now. And the best example of this that I can give to you that like completely has transformed my life. And we're going to get into that more in the next episode that kind of coincides with this one. It's probably going to be episode 133, uh, is my guess. Cause this is 131, but it'll probably be episode 133. Cause we're going to have an astro forecast in the middle, but, um, living in the right now, the reason that this is so important, like living your fulfilled dreams and desires right now is remember if you've, if you haven't been here, I'm going to give you the cliff notes version, not the long extended. Cause we've talked about this a lot, but I got the keys to my waterfront home, something that I literally didn't think would happen until I was like at the age that like I would retire. And I sat in my brand new office, looked out at the ocean, and I just started crying because I realized that I had so many beliefs in my mind that once I received this thing that I wanted so badly, this has been my biggest dream since I was very little was to have like a waterfront property. And I didn't think it would come the way that it did. It happened like so miraculously. That's not the point. (laughs) Point is there, there were so many ideas in my head that I had of the person I would become when I had this thing. I believed that like I was going to be at like my ideal body. I believed that I was going to be mentally healthy. I believed that all my relationships were going to be thriving. I believed that my career was going to, well, my career actually is pretty awesome, but I did believe that it was going to look a little bit differently. And I was devastated, like smacked in the face by the universe when I got here And though I was being given this beautiful gift and I could be grateful for it, of course, I just thought that I would be different when I had it. And I think that's the truth of so many desires is you think that if you become an entrepreneur and make all this money, you're going to be a different person. You think that, and not like you, like the collective you, let's say, um, not like you specifically, I'm just throwing out ideas here. You think that when you have that, um, child be born into your life, that it's going to complete your family, which don't get me wrong. Like I think children can bring beautiful things, but oftentimes they like, especially if you think it's going to fix something in your life, that is definitely not usually the case. Um, maybe we think that if we have a certain car, people will respect us more. If we have a certain type of wardrobe, right? Maybe we like buy like really expensive clothes. When we have those expensive clothes, that's going to make people see us differently and feel differently about us. And the thing is when you receive those things, that's actually the moment that you get smacked down by the universe and you're like, Oh shit. You mean that I have to do the work. I have to do some shit in order to actually feel good about myself. And I feel like that was the most like paralyzing lesson I learned probably during my Saturn return was recognizing that there was no thing that was going to fulfill my inner world being messy. 
And if I wanted to feel mentally well, have good relationships, feel good about my body, I had to put in effort for those things. And that might be something that maybe some of y'all have already figured out and you're like, Chloe, you idiot. But I didn't have that figured out. I really still believed that when I got my waterfront home, I was going to be a different person. And it's so critical that maybe you're wanting to manifest a home, your dream home. You need to start working on appreciating where you live right now. And like what, like literally if we're going with the home example, okay. Who do you think you're going to be in your own private space? Because that's the person you need to work on becoming right now. What kind of routine do you have? What kind of things do you do every day? And how can you start doing those things now? Like, do you garden? Do you drink tea outside? Do you enjoy nature more? Do you read more? Do you relax more? You have to become the person right now in your day-to-day life who gardens, drinks tea, reads more, and relaxes more. The house is not going to make you that person. You have to become that person now because I promise you, once you get into that space, I'm not saying it won't make some things easier. Like I would be lying to you if I was like, ah, living on the water does nothing. No, it doesn't. Living on the water is fucking awesome. And I highly recommend it to anybody. (laughs) And don't believe that like it's only made for special people because literally I got into this house with shitty credit and barely making ends meet at the time and everything just happened to come together really miraculously. So don't let anybody tell you that you have to be like a multimillionaire to do it either because you don't. Um, It can literally happen for anybody. If that is your intention, you can bring it to your life. Uh, And like, honestly, the rent on this place blows my mind. Like, I don't know how, like this living where I live right now is cheaper than the apartment that I was living in. And I don't like it magic, magic. And the universe wanted me to be here, but truly you have to be that person now, because when you get the thing, when you manifest the desire, when you become that like future version of self, if you still have a messy inside, it's still going to be there. And all the things that you manifest are going to feel hollow as fuck. Trust me on this one. I've been there. It sucks. It's devastating. And I do think that it was a great lesson to learn because now I'm living in like a completely different reality because I've done so much to change that. And we're going to talk about that again in like the next episode, but on episode 133, but truly you have to become that person now. Whatever you think that the changes that you're going to create when you have the thing that you're wanting, you have to start being that person now. If you think the wardrobe is going to change you, start dressing and like putting yourself together now. Meaning like work with the closet that you have. If you're somebody that like wears sweatpants every day and like just rolls out of bed and goes to work, but you think that a wardrobe is going to make you like class yourself up more, you have to start putting that time and effort into yourself. 
now, like getting up and like fixing your hair every day or putting on makeup. If that's something that you want to do for yourself, obviously I think we can all look great without makeup or doing our hair, just an example. Um, and working with the wardrobe that you have, because the new clothes are not going to make you this hyper productive person that loves getting ready in the morning. You have to be that person before the wardrobe comes. You get what I'm saying? I hope, I hope so. I hope I gave enough examples there, but what can you do right now that is going to make that version of you when the thing comes, when the intentions manifest, what can you do right now? That's going to make that transition like the most normal thing in the world. And the next thing is be open to learning, be open to the experience and ask, what is this teaching me? Because when you're setting new intentions for spring and as they start to manifest, that doesn't mean that you're never going to be met with an obstacle. That doesn't mean that the plant, the seed is just going to grow and be perfect. You know, growing plants takes effort. You can't just put a plant in front of the sun and water it every day and expect that everything's going to be perfect forever. You know, sometimes there are going to be pests or weeds, or maybe your plant is looking a little sad one day and you got to figure out what it needs. Now, granted, I think a little sun and a little water does a lot for everyone because <laughs> you are a complicated house plant with emotions. But my point is that Sometimes there are going to be obstacles and it doesn't mean that you should give up or that this thing isn't for you. I really do believe, and I can't believe this because I mean, I can, and I do, but I used to think that when the universe put an obstacle in your way, it meant that like that thing wasn't for you. And I actually completely have changed my attitude on that. And I actually think that if there's anything that you desire in this lifetime, it is already part of something that is destined for you. You would not have the desire to have it if there wasn't a reality that you could attune yourself to, to get it. And there is no like, oh, that's just a bad path for you. You literally wouldn't even be able to like vibrate in that idea if it wasn't something that could be made manifest through you. And I, it makes me so mad when people are like, ah, sometimes the universe just says no, no. If you have a dream on your heart, it's meant to be, it's like the universe doesn't fuck with you like that. Literally. Why? There's literally nothing that God, the universe, space, mother earth, there is nothing that the divine receives from you being unhappy. Nothing. Like the universe doesn't work like that. It's not that you're supposed to be like this happy, cheerful person 24 seven. There also has to be balance. You know, there's going to be times of hardship. That's normal. It's a normal part of the human experience, which you came here to have, but you're not just like not meant to see things manifest through you. Like, don't let anybody tell you that the things that you desire are things that like, maybe it's just not for you. No, that's some bullshit. And if it is desired by you, it is destined for you. And the universe isn't just like playing with your feelings. It doesn't work like that. Um, but my point that I'm trying to make with this one is that it's, it's, it's really important that 
when those problems arise, if they do, which I believe that they will, if you're really like, if you don't set goals and dreams for yourself that like, don't scare you a little bit, are you even dreaming? And that's honest being a Sagittarius rising. I feel like I'm a big dreamer, but I feel like your dreams and goals should scare you a little bit. Not like a lot, like not paralyze you from doing things, but I feel like they should give you like just a little bit of like, damn, if this fucking worked out, I would be like, holy shit, I can't believe it. You know, I feel like they should give you like a little bit, just like a little bit of OMG, you know? Uh, but even when things are feeling like they're not going to work out or things get a little chaotic, be open during your intentions coming to fruition to asking yourself, what is the chaos teaching me? What is this experience teaching me? What am I learning from this thing not working out? And this shouldn't be an opportunity to pick yourself apart. This shouldn't be like, ah, it's teaching me that I'm a failure and a loser and I'm never going to have what I want. That's never the way that the universe is trying to teach you. It's learning what works and what doesn't work for you and what you like and what you don't like. And I mean, there's like a million different lessons you could be learning, but my point is when you're open like that, you don't hold or cling to an outcome so tightly and it allows you to actually enjoy the experience a little bit more instead of just throwing in the towel at the first sign of something not going exactly as you thought it should have. Sometimes catalysts come through to show us the greatest things are still yet to come. And I really do believe that too. I think that sometimes when we're like freaking out and we're like universe, what the fuck, why is this happening? Those are the moments that often the universe is picking you up and placing you somewhere else. And when you get placed in that other place, like the new place, the new self, that's when you're like, oh, that all makes sense. Like all the shit that I went through in 2021, which if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you already know for like a year, I struggled really badly with my mental health, like literally the worst mental health year I've ever had in my whole life. Um, like worst year of my life, truly from June, 2021 to about June, 2022, somewhere like that whole year was awful. And in those moments, like I wanted nothing more than for all of the things I was experiencing to go away. Like I wanted to just not deal with it. It was so painful. And now that I'm removed from it for almost a year, we're coming up on a year before you know it. I'm a completely different person. I've learned so much about myself and it sounds crazy. Gosh, I always tell y'all that we need to call this podcast crying on the internet because I always get choked up. But like thinking about that version of myself, holy shit, y'all. I'm sorry that I'm interrupting this message. But where I live, just for like any of y'all that love animals, which I feel like if I were listening to somebody's podcast, I would want them to stop themselves to talk about this. But we have not one, but two bald eagles that love this Bay area. And one of them just like flew in front of my window and it was glorious. So I feel like eagles are a really good sign too, for like 
going against the grain and like reaching your milestones. And what a good, what a good omen for this episode. Fuck. So good. And it like flew into the sunrise. That was like gorgeous. I wish you could have seen it. Anyways, um, as I was saying, I see now that all of those struggles that I went through had such a, such a purpose. They were actually so beneficial to me. And now like I literally just sat with one of my best friends in the whole world. Um, and again, more on this in episode 133, but, uh, I literally just sat with one of my like best friends in the whole world for a week. And like, we just talked, she was like, she was like talking about like self-esteem and stuff. And I was like, yo, her name's Casey. She's a beautiful person. I was like, Casey, I got to tell you, like, she was just like, how do you deal with blank? How do you deal with blank? Like all these different like self-esteem type things. And I was like, Casey, I am the complete package. Like, I'm not trying to be like big headed about it, but like, I really do know who I am. And I really love the person that I am. Like, I don't have those like self-defeating or self-limiting thoughts because I have seen some shit and life is too short to be dealing with that. And Like, I'm not saying I'm like flawless or without problems. And I feel like I really had to like fight to become the person that I did. But like, I'm really truly like in love with myself. And the reason I bring that up is like, without all those lessons that I went through in 2021 to 2022, I don't think I would feel the way that I do about myself. Like, I really feel like I got dropped on my ass and I was the only person that was going to be able to pull me out. And after doing that and like sitting with myself, being with so many different versions of myself, I have nothing but love and deep compassion for myself at like every stage of the journey that I'm continually progressing through. And I feel with even when it comes to like setting intention for your life and who you want to become and what you want to achieve, when it comes to being that open to what is this teaching me, it's almost like you get like this, like you're able to surrender to it, but also open up to a bigger picture. And it's only like in hindsight, sometimes when we're able to realize like what those things taught us when the difficulties arise, but I feel like now after going through so much of that, I'm able to stay open in the moment and remind myself, like, even if I can't see it right now, this will teach me something eventually. This time period right now will teach me something, whether it's like resiliency, what I need to do to heal this, what, what I need to do to sit with this, how I can help somebody else with this in the future. Those are just a few examples of how things have helped, but I feel like being open to when things kind of go awry during this intention building process, it it really releases the control and you don't try to force the hand of the universe so hard and it actually makes it easier. And the last thing I want to cover is when it comes to setting spring intentions, getting into that nitty gritty of what you want to create really be open to perfecting your craft. And I feel like this tip is really specific to like anybody who wants to start a new business, a new brand, a hustle, you know, I hate the word hustle, but 
I don't even know why that came out of my mouth. Hustle culture sucks. Never hustle yourself. But unless you're into it, because I'm also a big fan of like, if you really want to work and you are feeling it and you are burning that like energy, like do it, go for it. Don't let anybody out here that is like after that soft life tell you that you are not allowed to like step up into your masculine energy when it's called for, because I am a firm believer that we need both of those energies and there is nothing wrong with doing a little bit of both. Um, in fact, I would recommend it, but be prepared to have to perfect your craft. And no matter what this is, no matter what you're trying to do, create, become, I'm going to go with like the entrepreneurial example for this one, just because I feel like it fits really perfectly. But I feel like this could apply to other areas of your life too, that Rome literally wasn't built in a day. And as you go along creating newness in your life, you're going to get better and better and better at it. And especially for my people pleasers and my perfectionists, I need you to really listen to me right now. Cause I, as somebody who is like, you know what? I've recovered. <laughs> I was calling myself a recovering people pleaser for a long time, but your girl has recovered. I don't people please anymore. I am who I am and you get what you get. Like, it's not that I'm not open to criticism and change, but I have very, very, very strong boundaries. And I do not like, I don't care if somebody doesn't like me because of my boundaries. That's not my problem. That's their problem. Like I, we can talk about that in another episode if you want to hear about that. But that's something new that I've also recognized is I'm a nice person, but I have some fucking boundaries. Um, but the best isn't built overnight and it's okay to, it's okay to put out stuff. Like, especially if you're like a content creator, I feel like this is the example we're going to run with. If you're a content creator, I need you to stop trying to make it perfect. And I know that that's hard because a lot of us that love content creation are very perfection minded. And that's why we're so good at it, right? I say we because I have been there. I, hello, Virgo Midheaven, perfectionist in the work sphere more than anybody else. But the more you try to control that perfectionism, the less you're actually learning and growing. Like, especially if you're someone that always like starts and then deletes everything, or you like always feel like you can't commit to one thing, like, it's okay to want to commit to a multiple different types of things, but it's also okay for those things to be preserved and be out there. You don't need to always be putting yourself out there to be seen in this one aspect. You actually really hurt yourself by doing that because you tell yourself that only that one version of yourself at any given time is good enough. And in order to actually get better, you have to let the sloppiness exist. You have to let the flop era happen. And it's okay. Everybody has a flop era. Everybody, probably multiple of them. And the more that you can actually create and produce and put things out if they're not 110%. In fact, I would recommend if you're somebody that is trying to like build something, whether it's like a podcast, a YouTube channel, a Twitch channel, a social media audience, you know, whatever, a candle business, whatever you're trying to do. It is so important that you continuously put yourself out there 
and give 80%. Don't ever give 110%. 110% means that you are overextending yourself. And where's the percentage that's left for you? If you're giving 80% of yourself, I mean, I feel like really you should only give about 30%, but I also know that I'm a Virgo midheaven and I'm never going to give 30%. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. I'm giving at least like 60% at my lowest, but you know, that's only leaving. If you're giving 110, you're overextending yourself. If you're giving a hundred, there's no room in your life for anything else. 80%, not great but at least you have room. At least you have room for yourself, your family, your day job, your kids, you know, you have room for other things. So we have to get rid of this idea that we have to be perfect as soon as we start. Because frankly, the most The best you're going to get at something, no matter what it is, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to create a business, if you're trying to manifest more money, if you're trying, like, no matter what it is, you're not going to get good at this until you try and apply yourself. That is where the most of your experience is going to happen. Even if you're like, I don't know about this intention setting. I don't know if it works. You're never going to get good at it and know what works for you until you try until you put it out there, until you make the thing and not just creating in secret 24 seven, but actually putting things out and doing it on a consistent basis. That's the other thing. I feel like this is like a little bonus thing is consistency really is the key. I feel like this is part of it though. Perfecting your craft consistency comes with that and only giving as much consistency as you have room for. If you're not ready to overhaul your entire life to like change things about your life. Don't start with overhauling your life. Don't start with the like first intention being a complete overhaul. Start with something smaller. Start with, um, you know what I did this like back on like trying to quote unquote lose weight. I actually stopped trying to lose weight. And was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I feel like I just body shame myself. I don't love the person I am. And the first thing I did to instead create self-acceptance was I got rid of all the clothes in my closet that were my like quote unquote skinny clothes. Those were the clothes that someday I would fit back into. And I went and I donated every last piece. And I was like, you know what? This is the body I have right now. And I'm going to start dressing the body that I have. Because the body I have deserves love and it doesn't deserve all the punishment and the negative self-talk and the someday I'm going to fit into this and I'm not worthy until I can. The first thing I did was literally start dressing for the body that I have. And that started to like build on my own personal confidence and allow me to feel more worthy and create more space and take up more space. And I feel like we've been all over the place today with examples, but I feel like even to get better at like loving yourself, if that is your intention, you have to start somewhere and put continuous effort towards it. So start somewhere. It doesn't have to be the complete overhaul of your life. Know that Rome was not built in a day. And also the final thing on this is the more you can start to love and appreciate the journey of getting to where you're trying to go, 
this is where you hit bliss. This is where life starts to make the most sense. When you are just so fucking happy to be in the process, like feeding your body nourishing foods or dressing your body because it just feels good to like put yourself together or creating the YouTube video, creating the product, creating the meditations and putting them out there. When you can start to make that part, the most enjoyable part, instead of just only focusing on the end results, that's when you can start to actually enjoy your life where it is right now, which I feel like is mostly what all of us are trying to do, right? We're all trying to set intention to have a quote unquote better self or a better life than we currently have right now. But the minute you can set an intention and then learn to enjoy the journey of where you are right now, as you move along, that's when you hit bliss. That's when you're like, ah, life is actually so beautiful. It is so like every step of this is magical. And I do feel like going through cycles of like, it's almost like going through cycles of completing intentions, I feel like teaches you that when you actually manifest the things that you desire, you start to realize that when the outcome actually happens, it might feel good for a little while, but we always want to move on to the next thing. That's like human programming. It's literally how we are designed. And I'm not talking about the hedonic treadmill of like always wanting more, 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 and never being satisfied. It's actually quite the opposite. It's about becoming satisfied in the moment, no matter what, no matter where you are, no matter what you're working towards. And I know like, uh, this is what's so hard about podcasting sometimes is like, I always want to make room for nuance because I recognize that not everybody's situation feels good right now. And that can be really hard to try to feel good when there are like people in your life that are berating you every day, or you're in a job that is sucking the life out of you, or like, it can be hard to connect with that bliss point. But I just want to assure you as somebody who's been through it, like mentally, physically, um, even being in situations where, that were like that, where I just hated my like day jobs or hated my family members or hated the friendship circles I had or hated my body and had zero self-esteem. I've been there and just take it from somebody that's been there. You do have the power to change it. You don't have to accept that that is just your life and that's how things are going to be. And maybe with this springtime, the intention can be just to move away from those things, move away from those things and into something that makes you feel better. And I hope you felt seen and heard today, y'all. I know I was kind of all over the place with examples, but I wanted to really give like a lot with this because I feel like this is something that I get a lot of questions about and it's also just like, I know a lot of things might even seem very simple, but it's in the simplicity that you can create so much change and actually start living the life that you want to live instead of always reaching for it. And to me, these are the things that actually allow you to stop and open your eyes and go, oh, I'm actually already currently living it. How can we expand it? So I hope this helps you and I hope no matter if it's autumn or spring where you are, 
Uh, I really hope that you're doing well. You're feeling this like energy boost of Aries season. And please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And don't forget to check out the Patreon if you want to be a part of that community event coming up. Uh, by the time this episode's out, like I said, there should already be an announcement on it. So definitely check that out. And um, don't forget to follow me all around the web. I'm at Chloe Taylor. All my links are down below. And I will talk to you next Monday. All right. Bye.